really enjoyed putting together today's episode of Get A Better Broadcast Podcast on Voice Over Voice. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart, helping you with uh, more confidence behind the mic, whatever it happens to be that you're doing, whether you're voicing commercials, you're maybe narrating an audio book, maybe you're a radio presenter, a podcast presenter or producer, maybe occasionally you're asked to read commercials, maybe you're involved in another part of life where your work involves holding or being in front of a microphone. Possibly you have to direct other people. All the advice is here in short daily episodes. Get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. Animal characterizations is what we're talking about for a couple of three days. Anthropomorphism is giving animals human-like characteristics and emotions. It's the basis of many children's books famous Mickey Mouse, Winnie the Pooh, as well as widely used in commercials. Thinking of Martin, the Geico Gecko, the mascot of the insurance brand in the United States. Of course, giving a voice to an animal is really voice acting. So many of the skills are similar to creating a voice for another human character that we spoke about a few weeks ago. But there are specific skills involved The same research needs to be done to help you with your tone and vocal range. And then also think of the character attributes. What's the actual character of the dog or cat that you are being asked to give a human voice to? How are they drawn, literally? Are they hunched over, eyes half shut, or standing tall with eyes wide open? You can... Think and imagine perhaps how each of these looks would suggest another kind of voice for your dog or cat. The generic character of that particular creature. I mean, snakes are seen as slow-moving and sly. Monkeys are seen as excitable, for example. So how can you bring maybe those attributes into the way your character talks? And when considering how an animal sounds, think where their voice comes from. Think about a bear, a growly bear. You'll need a lot of chest resonance, maybe a a throaty sound. Get down really low. A hound dog, maybe more jowly with a a sound from the mouth cavity, something like that. Smaller animals like, um, I don't know, a, a terrier, naturally higher pitched in tone, perhaps. They're little yappy dogs, aren't they? A cat's meow... Is quite nasal sound, perhaps. A bird may sound to be perhaps a bit more of a whistle sound, yeah? And maybe a bit of a lilt in the voice, going up and down, a bit more musical, like that, perhaps. Also, think of how the animal moves, and move in a similar way to the animal, you in the studio. To help with your monkey voice, perhaps be wide-eyed and expressive in your face, maybe talk in short and fast bursts of speech as though jumping from one idea to another as you jump from one branch to another, maybe do something with your with your hands, maybe you're scratching your armpits or beating your chest. Owls are often considered to be wise, so maybe a slower, more thoughtful delivery with a relaxed and confident stance. Maybe glasses on the end of your nose, stroking your chin as you're mulling something over. You see where I'm going with this? And also think about the situation they're in, because these animals, they're still characters, they're still part of the story arc, they're still interacting with other characters within the storyline, and also think of 
the context, as I say, who they're interacting with and why, as well as their backstory. What led them to behave this way and for you to read that line that's in the text on the sheet or the screen in front of you. A few ideas about animal characterizations. Tomorrow, staccato chickens and hissing snakes. As Get a Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice continues from London. I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>